Welcome to the world according to me. My name is Roger Berkeley. I'm your host for this podcast. There's nothing to talk about now, but what's going on in the Ukraine. This is really as close to World War III as I can ever remember getting. I believe that uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis was next on my list. But right now what we have is we have a murderous madman in, in, the, in the person of Vladimir Putin uh, who is taking on a small country that he thinks ought to be reconnected to Russia uh, as part of the uh, emerging new Soviet Union-style operation. He is wrong, and we have to stop it. Thus far, I believe that President Biden, who took much of the year to rebuild our connections with our uh, allies in Europe and around the world, is doing the right thing. He cannot put American boots on the ground, as some would have us do, because the minute a Russian bullet or missile or rocket kills an American soldier, that will be nuclear war. That's why the Ukraine is not a place for American soldiers. We are sending them weapons and have been sending them weapons for some considerable time. But there is no question in my mind that if we allow them to get away with annexing the Ukraine, that he will continue to go forward to reestablish the Soviet Union. And it's wrong. I have heard claims that President Zelensky, Zelensky is uh, corrupt. I see no sign of that. The New York Times did a study and they found that while he did promise to clean up corruption and has been unable to do so, he himself is not guilty of any corrupt practices. That's something that Putin is putting out, and it's one of his talking points. Putin has been empowered to some considerable extent by the attitude of our former president, little Donnie Trump. Little Donnie made Putin feel that he can love the U.S. because the U.S. will love him right back. He is wrong. And what he's got in Joe Biden is a guy with lots and lots of foreign policy experience and very little tolerance for crap. And that is what Putin is putting out. Now, we can't do anything about that in terms of military action other than what's being done, which gets bigger and bigger every day as more and more countries send more and more armaments into the Ukraine. But right now, he's going to march in the next couple of days into Kiev, and he's going to kill uh, Zelensky, a nice Jewish boy. And, uh, you know, he talked about engaging the denazification of the Ukraine. Well, Putin calling Zelensky a Nazi... A, a guy whose parents were killed in the Holocaust 
is just outrageous. But that's what he does. Outrageous. He fit really well with Donnie Trump because Donnie Trump was also outrageous. Donnie Trump was fond of um, Putin because Putin was an autocrat that was a model for him of what you can do if you had it all. Well, Donnie didn't get it all, no matter what he says. He's not the president of the United States. And that's a good thing. Because right now, if Trump were the president, Putin would be sitting in Kiev and investing in coffins for uh, Zelensky. What I think is going on is what should go on. We are applying as much non-military pressure as we possibly can. This is all very important to people in Europe who have been through uh, two wars in the last um, century and a quarter. And they have left Europe devastated. They cannot afford another uh, calamity like World War II or World War I. They just can't. The Germans need uh, Russian oil and gas. And they were hesitant. In the last day or so, they too have come on board. For the Germans to be hesitant to fight an autocrat uh, is sort of a historical joke, given how they reacted to Hitler. But it's something that we, we have to press. And right now, Europe has taken um, Russia off the SWIFT banking system. The United States may have done that as well while, while I've been sitting here, but they will in the next day or so take them off the SWIFT system, which means they will have no access to money, no ability to create credit in the banking system of any sort. I remind you, that the last president was trying to construct a resort in Moscow and needed Putin's help to do that. The bank that helped him was Deutsche Bank in Germany. And Deutsche Bank, is that's just another German connection to evil. Uh, but Deutsche Bank backed out, turned everything over to the uh, January 6th committee, and uh, and let Putin float on his own. It doesn't matter to him in terms of immediate actions. He will take Ukraine, but can he maintain it? Can he do it? And it should be noted that the Ukrainian population is doing a fine job in fighting the Russians as they advanced. There are Russians dying out there, and that's because of their leader. And as far as I'm concerned, maybe it's a good thing. Well, it's never a good thing when people die, particularly innocent people. But these are soldiers, and they knew what they were signing up for, and they know the guy there who's giving them their orders and for whom they're fighting. And... If they do that, then they should die. The people who should not die are the farmers, the factory workers, 
and service workers uh, in Ukraine who are carrying guns and shooting everything they can shoot in an attempt to slow the Russians down. And so far, they've been sort of remarkably successful. And I'm glad for that. And I hope they continue to be successful. Although right now, Russia has only used about half its its uh, forces amassed along the various borders of um, of the EU Ukraine to go in and to uh, take the country. So there's no question what the outcome is going to be in the short term. In the long term, if this continues and if the West can hold itself together and Joe Biden can help make that happen, uh, then um, Putin's going to have real problems because Russia is a gas station. That's what it has, oil and gas. And if it can't sell anything, if it, if it is stem, stymied in the banking system, if the oligarchs who run Russia with Putin uh, are kept from their money, unable to move, their passports have all been uh, flagged in all the countries in Europe and in much of the world, then they are, they're going to go to Putin and say, what are you going to do for us? What is he going to do? Is he going to try to go into Poland? Poland is a NATO member. If he goes into Poland, the nukes will fly because we have uh, an agreement with NATO to defend them. This is really a very critical, very scary, and very difficult time in the world. On top of that, of course, here in the United States, we have our own white supremacist Nazi racists uh, who are attempting to disassemble the Constitution of the United States. And they've been using the Supreme Court um, and the lower courts that Trump packed with Federalist Society lackeys to, uh, to, to do their evil work. Um, and that has to stop too. Um, it won't stop right away because they still have a 6-3 majority. We can only hope that the corrupt Clarence Thomas, whose wife is working with supporters of these white supremacy groups, uh, either resigns or dies so that another justice can be appointed. And perhaps the remaining justices from the right side will, will see the futility of carrying on in such an extremist political way. I, I normally, I mean, I tried not to talk politics so much, but this is too dangerous to ignore what's going on, both in the United States and in Europe and the rest of the world. Singapore, my God, Singapore, a place where if you litter, you get beaten with a, a cane, has has put the stop on uh, on Russia. The only one who hasn't is President Xi of China. China would be perfectly happy to have Putin fall because it's more for them. And 
they are the Chinese government and the Communist Party of China. They are simply more autocrats. We have enough problems with our own autocrats. We don't need other people's autocrats. Uh, when I had occasion to go to China and do business in China, what I found was that, well, I'll give you an example. When I got in, into the car of the person who owned the silk weaving mill that we were going to use to make upholstery fabrics in China, um, he told me about his new Audi that we were riding in and how it had been stolen off the street in Germany. What? You're telling me this? This is good? Ah, thieves. Thieves and robbers who keep their people poor, starving, and yearning for just a crust of bread. Um, and, And they're not getting it because the government cares about the government. That's increasingly true. Autocracy is on the rise. It's another reason why Putin and his cronies have to be stopped and be stopped decisively. We cannot stop fighting Putin. We cannot put boots on the ground in the Ukraine because that will trigger a nuclear war for sure. So I just wanted to get in here. I had other things I was going to talk about. Um, We've had a great couple of weeks, uh, but this is too important. I'll come back and do another podcast where I will do the other stuff, which frankly was more fun. In any case, thank you for putting up with my rant And there'll be rants from time to time. I apparently am reasonably good at it. Please feel free to forward this on to other people. I'm not looking for money. I don't care how many people listen. This is my hobby. I do it because I want to. And it reminds me of my days on college radio, which was fun. They were fun days, but I didn't have anything to do with the news. Robert Siegel went on to uh, to uh, uh, NPR. He was on the station. And uh, other people who are actually much, much more uh, important in terms of the work they've done afterward um, in media, uh, they were there. But I, I was there, and I had a great time. Except for when Ayn Rand came in to record her... S- silly show. In the meantime, I apparently have run out of music. Is that possible? There it is. Okay. Enough of my music, which is not my music. It's some canned garbage. Um, And enough of my rant. Have dinner. Do well. Stay calm. Pay attention. And as I have told many of my former high school history students you should have listened in class because this is what you would have learned about good night y'all have a great time bye-bye